Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. So there is a September 30th deadline coming up to reach an agreement on spending. Republicans always talk about how the Department of Justice has been weaponized against conservatives, how the Department of Homeland Security is not doing its job and its basic function of defending the country, defending our southern border, defending our border. So why fund these agencies that are either abusing power or not doing their duty? That's the question that Congressman Chip Roy is asking as he encourages his fellow Republicans to take up this fight, to not fund these agencies and to stand up for what they believe, or at least what they've been saying they believe makes sense. So we're going to talk to Congressman Chip Roy uh, about that. We're also going to get his take on Merrick Garland naming David Weiss as the special counsel. Why now? What does this mean? And what should Republicans do about it? We'll also talk to him about the latest Trump indictment. You know, what are they trying to do with it? Is it to harm him or or boost him? All of that and more with Congressman Chip Roy from Texas. Well, Congressman, it's always an honor to have you on the show. We're approaching the September 30th timeline to reach an agreement on spending. This always happens with Congress. They wait to the last minute. What should the priorities be for Republicans? Well, first of all, good to be on as always. And uh, look, if it were my play call, we would not be uh, in our districts, but rather we would be in Washington. Uh, We set out and, you know, all said and agreed that we were going to pass appropriations bills. And that's what we ought to be doing. And in the absence of being able to get agreement on the appropriations bills, uh, before July, or certainly most of them, then we ought to be back in D.C. But, you know, we're not, and we're probably going to be in our districts for a few more weeks and then back in September. And so almost certainly it's going to be difficult to get appropriations bills passed in September. So we're going to end up facing the prospect of the government funding deadline of September 30th and then the normal D.C. dance of, oh, let's do a two-month, two-and-a-half-month extension of a continuing resolution of funding at current levels. That's meaning maintain the status quo until right before Christmas 
where they can then put in all the pressure to try to get something done and get a big omnibus bill done in December. Well, I disagree with that. I mean, our priority needs to be spending uh, going down to pre-COVID levels. We need to restrain the Department of Homeland Security uh, and focus on it uh, doing its job and, and withhold funds until we force them to pass HR2, sign HR2, uh, make sure that we're not releasing people in the United States. And we need to hold the Department of Justice accountable and make sure the Department of Justice is being reformed and restraining funds from being used to carry out political witch hunts. I think we can focus on Department of Defense and wokeness, focus on energy. There's a lot of things we should be using the power of the purse to change. Um, and I don't accept the premise that too many of my Republican colleagues do that, oh, well, you just have the House. It's like, no, we have the House and the House is the originator of spending bills and we have the power of the purse and we should therefore use that power to reclaim our country, to take it back for the for the people. Well, it, it sort of defies logic, too. I mean, if we see a Department of Justice that is very clearly weaponized against conservatives, if we see a Department of Homeland Security that is not doing its basic function, which is securing the border, uh, you know, why fund them? That's my question. And, and stated even just slightly differently than why fund, fund them, I would state it as, do I not have a moral obligation to refuse to fund them if they're going to be carrying out uh, policies or taking actions that are in direct conflict with my way of life, the people I represent. So the border, for example, is a perfect example because we're under assault in Texas. Hell, they're even suing Governor Abbott to get him to stop doing the job of DHS by trying to put buoys in the river. But to your point about the Department of Justice, why would we fund, you said the right way, in what world is it a appropriate use of my power and the power of the purse to give another dollar to Merrick Garland to continue to carry out political witch hunts or to target Scott Smith in Loudoun County or Mark Halk in Philadelphia? We shouldn't do that. We should demand that they change. We should demand that they stop the witch hunts. We should demand that they focus on fentanyl poisonings and sex trafficking and stopping crime that's harming our communities rather than trying to carry out the political machinations of the Democratic left through the Department of Justice. What's the stomach on Capitol Hill with Republicans um, in the House for following through on, on some of the things that you've just laid out? I know you've also called for uh, Secretary Mayorkas's firing as well. You know, What's the appetite with Republicans right now for following through on some of this stuff? The appetite is growing, but in the end, because they are who they are, politicians in the swamp, um, the uh, appetite is only going to be as strong as the pressure being applied by the people. And that's why I think it's really important here in um, August that we be having this conversation uh, and forcing the hand of our uh, Republican members of Congress to do their job. And you know that's why I put out a letter last week with my uh, colleagues, 14 of my Republican colleagues from Texas to say that we should not be funding the Department of Homeland Security unless they pay Texas back, unless they stop releasing people, get the president to sign HR2 into law and uh, get Alejandro Mayorkas out of his 
spot as Secretary of Homeland Security where he is engaging in what I believe is impeachable conduct. But in the absence of impeaching him, which I think we should do, why are we funding him? Why are we giving him more money? Why are we saying that that guy should stay in charge? I don't think we should. It is pretty wild to see Texas targeted for trying to enforce the state's borders when that's what we should be doing as a country in the first place. The basic duty of the government is to secure the blessings of liberty, to defend this country, to enforce sovereignty, to defend us from uh, you know, our enemies, foreign and domestic. And here we are allowing cartels to have blatant operational control of our border. The Secretary of Homeland Security lies to us in front of a Judiciary Committee. And we've got Republicans who think we should not impeach him and we should give him money. I don't understand it. And every Republican should have to answer that question. And, you know, people go, well, Chip, you know, I've got at least one prominent conservative Republican who I've heard say, uh, who, by the way, is who is affiliated and, and viewed as someone in the kind of Freedom Caucus world who is saying, hey, uh, we should be we should be fighting Democrats, not Republicans. Well, no kidding. I know that. But I need Republicans to saddle up. Right. I mean, if, if I'm trying to saddle up to go fight those who want to ruin my country and you go around campaigning saying, oh, yeah, uh, I uh, Department of Homeland Security is not doing their job. The border is broken. Yeah. Well, what the hell are you going to do about it? Because you're not impeaching anybody and you're not withholding funding. So you're complicit. You're part of the problem. So a Republican that funds this Department of Homeland Security, you own it. A Republican that funds this Department of Justice, you own it. You can't hide from it, and we should call them out for it. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Back with Congressman Chip Roy. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough. 
that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why do you think Biden and this Department of Homeland Security wants open borders? Is it just for chaos? What do you think's behind that? They have no qualms using human beings as their political pawns to achieve their larger aims. And, and these people, to them, are just a number. And they're just trying to flood the zone with numbers to transform this country. They have no problem ignoring sovereignty. They believe in a kind of new liberal world order where there are no boundaries. They don't care that, uh, you know, uh, it might undermine our sovereignty and our strength as a country because they don't care about that sovereignty or strength. They don't believe in American exceptionalism. We believe there's something great about this country and that we are happy to open our doors and be a magnet for them. But if you undermine the very rule of law that causes people to want to come here, then you're killing the country. We should be exporting the rule of law to Mexico, exporting the rule of law to Central America and South America. We should be crushing the cartels. We should be ending the flow of fentanyl and human trafficking. We should be undermining China by creating a strong Western hemisphere to uh, compete with China and to decrease the pressure where people are coming here from Honduras and Guatemala. Let's make those shining countries by helping and exporting our uh, a successful worldview rather than importing lawlessness and despair. It's absolutely absurd that we're doing it. And Republicans, I'm gonna tell you, they're complicit. They're as complicit as the Republicans were in the 2000s who were under the thumb of the Chamber of Commerce who just wanted their cheap labor. And now they're just as complicit because they're too gutless to do anything about it. They're perfectly happy to campaign about it but then not actually fight the fight in Washington. And by the way, I mean, some of my some of my Freedom Caucus colleagues need to get off the damn pot too. I'm sick of it, right? I'm tired of people who go out there and talk about this stuff and then won't do it when it matters. Everything's kind of falling apart right now. So if you're not willing to fight now, then really what's the point? You know, I, I want to, you know, we've been talking about the Department of Justice as well. Uh, so Merrick Garland back, I believe it was in March, said that David Weiss had all the authority he needed to pursue charges in different jurisdictions, that basically he had all the authority he needed. But now he named him a special counsel. So what changed and why a special counsel now and why David Weiss? Well, because all this administration and particularly this Department of Justice is doing is figuring out how they can have a beard to cover up. Uh, exactly what what everybody knows they're up to. So take, for example, the first um, special counsel, Jack Smith. What were they doing? Well, they didn't need a special counsel there because they're already in an adversarial position as the Democrat administration, the attorney general, liberal, uh, and you're trying to investigate the former president, a Republican. You're already adversarial. So your Department of Justice can go through the motions. You don't need to have a special counsel, but they wanted a special counsel so they could pretend and say, oh, we weren't doing this for political reasons. That was a special counsel. But they did not want a special counsel to be out from under their thumb and purview when they were going after Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. So they only finally decided to go there when it got up to the end, and it's a total sham, 
in order to be able to say, oh, oh, yeah, see, we're doing that. But what it really does is it allows them to now obfuscate and try to undermine the congressional investigations, which are now starting to provide fruit uh, for Jamie Comer and a little bit in judiciary, uh, putting forward, um, you know, evidence of what's going on with the IRS whistleblowers, uh, with uh, uh, the, the testimony last week of Hunter's business partner, uh, Archer. And, um, you know, now the evidence is coming out. They're going, OK, well, yeah, let's do a special counsel. But they're able to use it as a beard to kind of cover up what's going on. So do we need to do a an impeachment inquiry? So I believe we do. Um, uh, but I don't want to do an inquiry unless we're going to follow through and get the job done. And I don't want to do the job if we're not going to present a case to the Senate that will make uh, Manchin and Cinema and a bunch of Democrats squirm. I think we need to uh, present a strong case. And I will admit, I'm because I'm not on oversight, I'm not looking at all of the, the evidence that's coming in in real time, right? Because uh, I'm, I'm in Texas right now, and that, a lot of that stuff's happened in the last couple of weeks. But, um, but we need to be able to present a really strong case. But I believe that the amount of evidence demonstrating corruption, the $20 million, the fact that we know Biden was uh, at least knowledgeable of the business arrangements and partners, uh, probably much deeper than, than, we, than we've yet seen. Uh, but every time they follow these dots and they connect the dots uh, and we get the information, you're seeing not just smoke, but you're seeing fire. And, you know, Democrats now are admitting that Hunter Biden engaged in illegal behavior and wrong behavior. Uh, Jamie Raskin did that just the other day. Right. He's the ranking member of the Oversight Committee. So he has to look at that and go, well, all right. Yeah, that's not good. So they're trying to separate Hunter from Joe. But we all know that separation is somewhere between paper thin to more likely non-existent. So all we've got to do is pursue that and then go present the evidence. Now, it's not always easy. You don't have a, you know, indictment and a U.S. attorney to do it. But I think we ought to go down that road. But we damn well ought to finish the job if we're going to do it. Before we go, uh, Trump obviously now facing indictment out of Georgia. Uh, you look at some of the timeline on the cases and the trials that he's going to be facing. You know, January 6th cases right before the Iowa caucus, Georgia case before Super Tuesday, Alvin Bragg, you know, before another big set of, you know, important primary dates, uh, you know, you go on and go, it, all of these are, you know, carefully selected. Are they trying to harm him or, or boost him? I believe that what the Democrats are doing is purposeful. I believe they want to try to pile up indictments, believing that that will energize the base to uh, st stand behind President Trump, uh, working for him to be the nominee while they try to bloody him up. Uh, through the legal process and then through the political narrative uh, in hopes that they can try to uh, kill him after he's the nominee in the general. I think that's what I think Democrats believe that's their best play. They've effectively told me that's their best play. Um, and so I think it's strategic. And uh, look, I support the former president. I support the former president's agenda. Uh, but I've endorsed Ron DeSantis because, like, I've been watching what he's been doing. He's been taking out Soros prosecutors. He's been, you know, taking a baseball bat to Disney. Uh, they got a law passed despite Disney's pressure. Uh, they've been, you know, checking them. They've got he won by a million and a half votes. He won 62 percent of Hispanics. He won 50 percent of single female voters. People are flocking to Florida. He took on the health care establishment. He's taken on the education establishment. He's fearless. And people would love Governor DeSantis if we weren't in the you know age of Trump. 
Um, and I get that. And, and, and I respect differences of opinion there, but that's why I want to move forward and, and, and have someone that can serve for eight years who I know will take on the establishment and can win and has a history of doing so. Congressman Chip Roy, I know you've got a busy schedule. You're on the road in Texas. I appreciate you making time for us. I really do. God bless Lisa. You take care. That was Congressman Chip Roy of Texas. Appreciate him taking the time to join the show. Uh, he's on the road today. So, you know, meetings, chaotic life. They live as members of Congress. So I appreciate him taking the time. I want to thank you guys at home for listening to the show every Monday and Thursday, but you can listen to it throughout the week. I want to thank John Cassio, my producer, for putting the show together. Until next time. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.